I am giddy. Expectation whirls me round. The imaginary relish is so sweet that it enchants my sense. What will it be when that the watery palate tastes indeed love's thrice repured nectar? Death, I fear me, swooning destruction, or some joy too fine, too subtle potent, tuned too sharp in sweetness for the capacity of my ruder powers. I fear it much. And I do fear besides that I shall lose distinction in my joys, as doth a battle when they charge on heaps the enemy flying. Welcome to episode 25 of Cop On, you magnificent prize-winning pumpkin. Those opening lines were purloined verbatim from Shakespeare's Troilus and Cressida, BTW. My name is Owen, and you can follow us on Twitter at CopOnPodcast. You can send us some love to CopOnPodcast at gmail.com, or you can support us on Patreon.com forward slash CopOnPodcast for as little as one American dollar per month. I am over the proverbial moon to tell you that this episode features not one but two Copon debutantes, Majd Abu Ghazaleh, who lives in Man- Minneapolis, and Karan Hindocha, who lives in Hyderabad, India. Also on the line is Copon regular Darren Wilde, and I think this episode is a corker. Please let me know what you think. Go on, there we are, here we are, enjoy. Okay, well let's uh, let's get into talking about uh, you know two little matches. Of course, yesterday Bayern Munich, um, and then uh, Manchester United on the weekend. It's a it's a great week to be a Liverpool fan. Uh, yesterday, of course, Liverpool nil, Bayern nil. Um, a few stats for you. I don't want to spend too long on them, but. Uh, Possession was about 49% for us, 51% for Bayern. We had 15 goal attempts to their nine, but only two on target for us and zero on target for them. Because if you remember, uh, that brilliant close-range save by Alisson was from a a Matip, um, I don't know, shot back pass god knows what he did uh uh passing was okay about 505 passes attempted by us um, we succeeded in 393 of them it could have been better especially our final ball and uh, xg had us at 2.2 goals to bayern's 0.5 um Nil nil. Um, Jurgen Klopp said it was a pretty good result. Steve McMahon said it was a brilliant result. Uh, Tim Sherwood, well, tactics Tim, um, he also said it was a very good result. Um, I'm going to start with you, uh, Karen. Um, what do you think? Is it a good result? Yeah, it was definitely a good result. The stats are pretty clear. We had 15 attempts uh, in total, and even though two were on target, that doesn't show that um, we were 
we were lacking in the attacking part. Um, well, I agree that we had several um, misplaced passes in the final third, which resulted in a nil-nil score. But Mane, he was, um, he could have just slotted it in. He was, he was in an open space. He had all the time in the world uh, to win the game for us, but unfortunately, it was wide. Um, Matip and Fabinho were partnering at the defense and keeping Lewandowski at bay was just um, icing on the cake. He was absolutely brilliant. Um, Bayern, even though they showed signs of attack, we were really bold enough to um, uh, support uh, support our players uh, to stop the attack and also counter-attack brilliantly. Um, even though we had 393 successful passes, um, that doesn't mean that we were lacking in our passes. We kept the ball really well and moved around uh, the field brilliantly. I think it was a uh, good game and uh, we can kill it in Munich. Well, OK, that's a very good answer, very reasoned answer. Uh, how do you feel, Mash? Is it is it a good result? I think it's a really good result for for many reasons, really. The biggest reason for me is that we outplayed them. And that's a very big thing to do. Let's not forget this team. We were going to meet them in the final last year, bar a stupid mistake from their keeper. So they're a brilliant team. They're a really good team. Let's not underestimate how good they are. And they came to Anfield wanting a nil-nil draw and being really happy and realizing they were lucky to get the nil-nil draw because, as you said, Mane missed a chance. Mo missed a good header. Matip missed a good, a good chance as well. So we had our chances to kill the game, but we unfortunately we didn't take them. But the positive I'm taking is we basically outplayed them, and we I'm positive we can go there and score, and one 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 will take us to the next round. Also, they're missing their best player, which was Kimmich on the night, and he's not going to be there. He's their best playmaker, in my opinion. So that's going to be a big miss for them, and we're gonna we're gonna destroy them over there if we if we repeat the same performance again. Oh, I love the optimism. Yeah, I love it. Uh, do you agree, Darren? Yeah, I think I think we are. We are. We we. You know, it was a good result. I mean, I think it, it, the 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 thing for me was that they didn't score. You know, I think that um, the partnership that um, that we had at the back with uh, Matip and Fabino means that uh, you know that's again one one for us for the future. You know, and 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 testing that and and not conceding. You know the away goal. I think if, if even if we'd have gone into that game uh, at one-one, you know, or come out of that game at one-one, it would have been a much harder. Uh, you know, that would have been a, a much poorer result for us. But so nil-nil. You know, go, going uh, going there. I think um, we would have gone there even if we'd have gone there at one-nil up. Psychologically, we we I think nil-nil is a better result for us because we've got to leave it all on the pitch then, haven't we? You know, and and we've got to go all out for the win. And uh, and if we score. That's going to make it very difficult for them, uh, you know. And uh, we take a score draw, and and we and we come away, um, we come away winners, and and go through to the next round. So, I think nil nil is. Uh, I'd have preferred a win, of course I would, but nil nil I think is is as is a good as a result as we could have expected. I think, and especially you know the way that we were able to uh, nullify uh, their attack. So yeah, so good, you know, all good. Agree with all the comments as well. Yeah, well, there we go. So we're, we're pretty much unanimous. Yes, I would agree. Um, it puts us in a bit of a strange position tactically for next week because you have to think, will Klopp play defensively knowing that Bayern will have to come out and then hit them on the break? 
or should we just, I don't know, just try and win like we normally do? I would do the latter personally. But anyway, at the moment, our form isn't exactly sparkling, I suppose, on paper. We've uh, drawn three out of our last four matches. Are we struggling, Majd? Uh, and if we are, why? Or why aren't we struggling? I would say we were struggling before the Bournemouth game because we were conceding a lot of chances. Remember from free kicks, and especially in the Leicester and the West Ham game, we were giving the opposition way too many chances for my liking. But ever since the Bournemouth game, we limited Bournemouth to nothing and we scored three brilliant goals. And against Bayern, we could have scored and we limited them to pretty much nothing in the attack. So I think we're on, we're on an upwards curve. Yes, we didn't beat Bayern and we drew against them, but they're one of the top five teams in the world. It's not always going to be easy. And we had our chances. So I think I think we're on, up, on an upwards curve. We're behind that. And I think I think we're in a really good position because the performance level was really good. I don't think the performance yesterday was bad by any means. We controlled the game and we had we had a very good game. Just a couple of a couple of better decisions and we would have won the game comfortably. Again, I totally agree. Yeah, I I, I think Bayern are a top top level, uh, you know, opponent, and uh, yeah, we we the narrative could have been so different. We were ahead of them in the expected goals. I think we should have won yesterday, two nil, three nil, that kind of thing. So yeah, to- I totally agree. Um, uh, does anyone disagree? Oh, um, nothing. Um, I just like to uh, point out that um, in the games we drew, Leicester and West Ham. The West Ham game was um, was like an eye-opener for us because they were the better team that game. We've had the chances, but we didn't convert them. And we we were pretty dull in that game. But then we've had, uh, we've had Bournemouth and we've played against one of the best teams in the world. And we've played brilliantly in those two games. So I, I agree with Mash that we are on an upward curve and um, we weren't... Uh, under any nerves or something, we were just playing a natural game, and um, we could have won this game easily. But unfortunately, we couldn't convert the chances. So we just have to give up the hard work and be positive. Totally, totally. Who who were the standout performers for you, Darren, yesterday? Uh, so I thought uh, Firmino started well. I thought he, for me, was uh, was looking somewhere near, you know, where the player that uh, we've been expecting to see. He's kind of tailed off a bit, but I thought he came yesterday with, uh, you know, and brought some uh, brought some real kind of, you know, uh, attacking uh, verve uh, that was needed, you know, and uh, and then, you know, we kind of looked past him as he set, kind of started to settle in, and uh, and I think uh, Henderson for me, I thought had a brilliant game yesterday. You know, he seemed to be breaking things up. You know, put some brilliant passes through, uh, and um, you know, and looked and, and looked like the player that you know we want him to be all of the time. I know that he has his, um, you know, has has his uh, has his ups and downs, and, and you know, and, and people seem to either love him or hate him. But uh, you know, in the Liverpool team, but I think that he, um, you know, I, I really, I really thought he played well yesterday, and he, he was my man of the match uh, yesterday. Absolutely. Well, that's a very interesting call to say Henderson. Yeah, I mean, he had a fantastic game, I agree. He, uh, he, he was thundering into tackles like Thor with a toothache. He was absolutely incredible. Um, other people who stood out uh, for me, I mean, I thought Fabinho uh, had a fabulous match. Um, 
um, Karan, talk to me about Fabinho or or any other standout performer for you. Um, I think after Fabinho, the next standout performer would be Jordan Henderson. He completely bossed the midfield and he made um, Martinez look like a kid over there. Um, that was absolutely brilliant. Um, Navi Keita showed signs that we, uh, why did we sign him, what qualities that we look into, and he's showing the signs onto the field now. And I can see that uh, Klopp is um, trusting him, and he's giving him the starts, and he's delivering it on the pitch. Um, and the next best player would be Andrew Robertson, because he expected... Um, Joshua Kimmich and Serge Gnabry attacking that flank continuously and um, well they just nullify the attack so these should be my top four players of the night. That's a good answer yeah Robbo was excellent again he had a few difficulties in the first half against Gnabry I thought but he 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 sorted it out and he was he was excellent yeah he dominated. What what about you Majd? Yeah I agree I think Fabinho, Henderson and, and Firmino were our stand-up performers Fabinho looked unfazed at all. I'm so per- I'm so impressed by this guy. He just seems to slot in everywhere and do a great job. I really like him. He's such a good player and very smart. That tackle on Lewandowski in the six-yard box, that was bold. I mean, I almost my heart <laughs> rushed in that moment. But yeah, he's a, he's a very good player. I really like him. And Henderson had a great game. You're right. That pass to Salah in the first half. Oh my God, if Salah put that away, that would have been one of our goals of the season. So yeah, I agree with everybody. And Firmino was linking up well with uh, Salah Mane and he was pressing well. So yeah, those are three stand-up performers for sure. Yeah, great. I mean, yeah, Fabinho, he he was excellent. Um, um, do you think, Maz, that uh, um, he's our sort of third best centre-back after Virgil and Joe Gomez? Because I honestly, even though he's only played like two or three matches there for us, I would put him up there because he just looks so at home, at ease at centre-back. Yeah, at this point, I'm not even sure if Lovren's going to play for us again because the guy seems to always be injured. So, comparing Fabinho and Matip, I think Fabinho looks more assured, yeah. And he, his tack- I forgot about the tackle he'd had on Kingsley Coleman on the break. That was another brilliant tackle. So, the guy just does everything well. He's good in the air. I think he might be our third centre back. It's it's very it's a good it's a good shout. Mm. What what do you think, Darren? I mean, Fabinho, he he just looks. I mean, he's he's dominant wherever he plays now. Yeah. So th- I think when when we were talking earlier about about form uh, and about our our kind of you know drawing you know a few games, we've, you know we've dropped you know points in recent weeks, and I think you know a lot of that's been down to this kind of you know, disjointedness around injuries and getting people to uh, to, to kind of fill in and play, you know, and, and I think having uh, Fabino in, in, you know, that centre-back role uh, is, has been, now Now he's kind of, you know, the first game that he played there, he didn't look quite as assured, you know, he played well, but I think that, you know, he's played, he's, you know, last night I thought he was, he was brilliant and I think that, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, because of the injuries and because of how uh, Jurgen Klopp has had to just kind of adjust things slightly, um, and and you know the, the the team that played last night, you know, could arguably be the team that goes and plays against United on Sunday. And and I think that you know that they looked pretty settled, you know, as a as a unit. And going into the United game, you know, if we create the kind of chances that we created last night, 
you know, against United, then you know we might we might finish you know a, a couple of them. And so I think I think you know having him there and and being able to slot in because of our injuries uh, and and then getting some of our our uh, our injured players back means that you know the the running you know will be will be much smoother for us. I'm sure. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Karen. Um. Why didn't we win yesterday? I mean, could is it just the fact that certain players could have played better? Uh, Manny could have had to put that big chance away. Uh, just a, it's just one of those days, or I don't know. Is there are there, are there any other reasons? Um, I think this the only reason why we didn't win yesterday was was that Mane's position in the final third kind of affected our chances to score goals. Even though he had two clear-cut chances, he just slotted them wide. He had all the time in the world to finish them, but um, unfortunately, they were wide. Um, Firmino, he he raced to fitness at the end moment, and um, he didn't show any signs of weakness. He was absolutely brilliant. Um, but I think um, Salah was constantly looking for Firmino, and if we didn't find him, he looked kind of um, um, confused, as in like, where do I pass? What do I do? Um, so the final third, the final the top front three players um, look kind of disjointed. So probably, um, if we can fix that in Munich, we can win the game. Well, yeah, okay. Um, on that, on that Mane chance, though, for me, I I don't know the first one. <clears throat> I, I had a look at the first one, and uh, if you don't remember what it was, it was um, some some dazzling work by Bobby Firmino, who who set up Cater after beating two players, and Cater shot from the edge of the area that was blocked by Sula, and the block when he blocked it, it went sort of under him and bounced up, rebounded and hit his arm, which was never a penalty. But that rebound, that little knock off his arm, took all of the pace off the ball. Um, so Manny, who was sort of ready to react very quickly to something, suddenly like had to really slow down, and he had his back to goal, so he had to had to swivel to strike it. Do you do you really think he? I mean, he should have scored that, or uh, Karen? I mean, you know, you think he definitely should have scored it, or or you know, is it sort of excusable? Um, he should have scored it. He's a top top class player, and. Um, I agree that he he reacted very quickly to it because the deflection from Sula was um, was a lot and that just slowed down uh, the pace of the ball totally and it kind of just stopped right where he was and uh, the way he reacted to it was very quick and uh, it was a natural shot uh, by Mane but since he reacted to it quickly he couldn't connect the ball um, completely and it just went completely wide. Um, on a normal day, he'll finish the uh, he'll finish the shot, and um, we could have won the game. But unfortunately, he didn't. So I'll give him that one. It's okay. Okay. All right. Um, what do you think, Mazda? I mean, why didn't we win yesterday? Should Manny have buried that? And you know, how can we? You know, what are the things we could have improved on? It wasn't so much the decisions we made in the final third that were bad. It was the execution. So, for example, Mane, yes, it was a good chance, but I can't really blame him because he was his back was towards the goal, so it's really tough to turn and get it. I think he was trying to get it in the corner, and that might be a mistake. He might have just hit 
maybe a, a better option is to just get it on target, but it happened in a split second, so I can't really blame him for that one. I think our biggest chance of the, of the game was when uh, Salah was on the back post and that header. That was a really good chance that he could have done better with. Uh, we've seen him score headers before, so maybe he could have done better there. Another good chance was when for Matip, and he just kind of put it wide, I think. It was really close from six yards out uh, from a Firmino cutback, I think. So I think the decisions we made were right. The execution wasn't great. I remember another ball we had on the left for where Robertson was trying to cross the ball to Salah for the back post, and he just sent it to, for a throw and straight up. So the decisions we made were good. It's just our execution wasn't great. So I think I think we're fine. Uh, that's that's my only reason. We just didn't take the half chances or maybe clear-cut chances that we got. Yeah, okay. That's a very fair answer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What What have we learned, Darren? What What have we learned about Bayern Munich? What What can we take into the next game? Uh, well, I mean, they 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 set up to frustrate us last night, and that and that's uh, and, and you know, and we can we can I think tell from that that they're quite capable of of playing that game, you know, and you know, I, I, although it'll be different when we go there, I imagine, you know, but, you know they they um they they might play into our hands, you know, if they go to you know, play football and attack us more and go for the win. You know, we all know that any team that does that and, and usually the teams that do that oh, suffer because, you know, it creates the space uh, in behind that um, that uh, allows us to, uh, to create more chances and be a bit more clinical. So, you know, I think that it's going to be interesting to see how they do set up. But, you know, from last night, I think we... We can, you know, we can tell. We learned that we've got, we've got nothing to fear from them, and that we're able to, uh, to compete, um, regardless. I think of the team that they put out, and uh, you know, we know that, um, you know, we 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 created more chances last night, albeit we didn't take them. But I think that, uh, you know, if we take uh, the key battles, uh, we uh, I think we won those last night, and we're able to, uh, we're able to kick on. I, I, I think we learned that we just. We just have to play our usual game, and um, and the the uh, the goals will come. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah I would agree with that. Um, in the return match, how would you set up, Karen? Would you would you just go play our normal game, attack them, um, or would you be more cagey to draw them out? Um, I think a biggest strength is uh, a natural game, and we are really good at it. We have. Um, demolished Man United at Anfield. That was a natural game. Um, so I think we can carry on the same same game what we played at Anfield against Bayern. Um, just play the same game at Munich and uh, score an away goal and we're through. Um, on the on the other side, um, if Klopp decides to um, you know think carefully and not to risk. Um, the game, he would probably go for a more defensive attacking approach um, on a balance but I think we should just play a natural game and win it. Yeah, okay and you matched? Uh, one thing I want to comment about uh, the previous question about what we learned about Bayern, I think what we learned is that if, no matter how well defend, how well they played and how defensively astute they were they still gave up chances so that's something that's very encouraging to me is that we're going to get chances in the next game. And I think the way we should approach the next game is 
really pretty much as the same as their last game. I think I don't think they will change their approach that much. They, I think they'll they will happily take a one nil off a set piece. And another thing we learned is that they're actually not too bad off corners. So we should maybe be careful about that. But I think they'll 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 be very careful in the next game. They're not gonna go all out and attack. That's not how Niko Kovac does it because he used to coach Frankfurt and they were pretty defensive. So I think they're gonna. It's gonna be a repeat of the same game, I think. And again, they're gonna be missing Kimmich, who is their best playmaker. He has, I think, the same number of assists as Messi this season. So that guy, everything runs through him. So he's not as good. Rafinha, who is his replacement, is not as good defensively, and not as good as Dakin. So I think we'll have a really good chance, a better chance of winning without Kimmich in there and with VVD. So I think we actually are the favorites, and we're we're in a really good position. And I think the thing is, well, as well, is that you know Fabino's kept Lewandowski just you know in his pocket. You know he was he was you know he, he didn't get any chances. I mean you know given that we stifled their attack, their attack. You know the interesting thing will be is having VVD and Fabino you know perhaps together. You know in that exactly. uh, in that in that defense because we we know that we can we can keep them out. Exactly. Yeah, me too. Me too. We're all in agreement here. This is uh, this is nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we could, we could. I didn't realize about Kimmich. So, you, so you watch a lot of German football, do you, Majd? Yeah, I watch a lot of the Bundesliga because I live in America now and it's on Fox for free. So, I watch a lot of their games and I know exactly how they play. And he is their best player, in my opinion. And okay. everything, everything runs through him. He creates the most chances almost every game. He's such a vital player for them, and they're going to miss him because he's also sort of a leader. So they're, they're definitely going to miss him. He's going to be a big miss for them. Last year, when they played Real Madrid in the uh, Allianz Arena, and they had to play Rafinha in that game he because uh, David Alaba was injured, he made a huge mistake, and Madrid were able to counter and score off of that. So I think... Mane can have Rafinha on toast, honestly. <laughs> That's very encouraging. Yes, you're you're making my my juices all fruity just thinking about it next week. Fantastic. Karen, um despite the fact that we've lost three out of three away from home this season in the Champions League, uh, Napoli, Red Star and Paris Saint Germain, of course, um how confident are you that we can go through, especially after what Maz just said? We, yeah, I mean, they're sort of 90% sure, 99% sure, or not so confident? Um, I'm very confident that we are the favourites to go through in the next game. Um, as Maz pointed out, they will miss uh, Kimmich there. And if I were to attack, uh, uh, plan the game in Munich, I would have Mane, Fabinho and Van Dijk and Robertson just um, attack on the left uh, on the left flank so that um, the entire defense is weak and whoever is slotting in for Kimmich will make a terrible mistake and will go in. Um, coming to a loss uh, away games this season in Champions League, um, Fred Star was a total shock. Um, I didn't expect us uh, to lose that game. PSG were very unfair, um, and Napoli was a fair game, though. But um, that doesn't uh, make us, um, you know, nervous, or that makes us think we've lost three uh, away games this season. This will be our fourth. Um, we're going to lose this one. I don't think so. We'll have that mindset. Um, 
we we played a brilliant game against Bournemouth. Now against Munich, we have United this weekend, and we'll just keep on the form and we'll go game after game. And when it's chance for us to play in Munich, we will prepare a game um, as we prepare every game, and uh, we'll just give it our best shot and win the game. Well, I mean, that's good. I mean, I like it. Yeah, I can tell you're, you're optimistic about it. You're optimistic about our chances in general. Uh, just for information, that's, uh, it was, it's the 13th of March at 9pm um, European time, uh, the, the return match at the Allianz Arena. Um, so that's, uh, that's all very exciting. Um, yeah, Maz has always said he's very confident. And Darren, after hearing that, Karen's confident, Maz is confident, I'm confident too. We can go there and hammer them, can't we? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know about hammer them. I mean, but uh, but we will we will win. I mean, I think uh, I saw an article on Planet Football uh, today that says uh, that uh, that described our last uh, our last five nil nil draws in the first leg and what happened next. And um, and and in, you know in 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 all of those games we win. So we start off with Porto in 2001 and we won two 0 We then Barcelona in 2001 we win one 0 Chelsea 2005 we win one 0 Sparta Prague 2011 we win one 0 uh, Augsburg in 2016, which is the last one, we win one 0 so I think uh, there's every chance there that this will be a one nil away win. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, lovely stats there. Thank you very much. Where where did you find that? That's on the uh, on on planetfootball.com. Great, excellent. Well, well done to them as well, and for, and you for spotting it. Marvelous. Very interesting. So let's uh, let's move on then. Unless do you have any any anything more to say? I mean, it was a nil nil draw. How much can you say about it? But do you have anything any more to say? Anybody about Bayern? I have one more thing to say about that away fixture okay. because we lost we lost all of them in the last three games. I think part of the reason for that was I think the players knew it was a group stage and it wasn't a must-win game in all of these, but this one is a must-win. And also, we didn't have the luxury of playing Fabinho and Keita because they weren't really integrated into our midfield yet. So now we have better players that we can use and Klopp seems to trust them in big games. So that's going to be a huge bonus for us. Um, I think um, the three away games we lost in the Champions League this season, if you if you could recollect those games, um, the atmosphere in the stadium was electric. Um, it was quite distracting to us. And Bayern is a uh, Allianz Arena is a huge stadium, and um, I think they will try to create the atmosphere. They will look into the games we've had in the group stage. And um, they'll recreate the same atmosphere, and um, that's a sign of a worry to me. Um, even though we have the best atmosphere at Anfield, but um, those three away games, they had a fantastic atmosphere. So I'm not sure about that one, but uh, we'll definitely win the game. I'm confident about that. Well, that's, yeah, it's a very good point, actually, how we reacted to the atmosphere. Um, also, though, I mean... I, I was just looking at the teams that we played in those three away losses. Um, against Napoli, the first one, um, our midfield three started as as uh, Keita, Vinaldum, and Milner, but then Keita went off injured after just 19 minutes, if you remember. So basically the whole match was uh, Henderson, Vinaldum, uh, and Milner in the centre, which is what it was for PSG away as well. And then Red Star, we had Lalana, Vinaldum. 
and Milner. So yes, and we also played Daniel Sturridge up top. So, you know, it's for me, that was almost like a league cup team. So I think it's very good points what you make there that, uh, you know, the the uh, the uh, you know, the fact that we have to win, we'll play it, we'll play a, a better team, we'll play with more passion and fight. And also uh, the fact that we've got two world class, probably midfielders in Cater and uh, Fabinho coming into the team, coming into form. Uh, so this is all marvellous. OK, let's move on to Sunday. Ooh, the last time Liverpool went to Old Trafford when we were as high as second in the table was in 1996, believe it or not. Um, it's, uh, you know, um, Karen, sticking with you, how freaking excited are you? Uh, it's the biggest game of the season. I mean, Liverpool versus Manchester United is obviously a huge, huge game. And despite the fact that the last time we went to Old Trafford, um, when we were second in the league, that was in 1996, records are always meant to be broken. So we've broken records last season and we'll continue to do, to do the same this season as well. So um, this year, again, we'll beat them at Old Trafford. 3-0. Oh, wow. 3-0. I love that. How are you feeling, Darren? Well, probably not quite as confident as three 0 but I think we'll. Uh, I think I, I think I think it'll be a draw. I think we'll draw. I think that uh, you know we are uh, we, we are playing United probably at the worst time of the season. You know, on the back of a you know a, a good performance last night and a good performance against Bournemouth. You know, but United have you know have, have, have hit uh, some you know decent form and there'll be confidence. Uh, obviously, they're carrying some injuries. Uh, you know, with uh, Lingard and Martial not being in the team, but uh, you know I, I'm worried about Pogba and uh, and Rashford how well they're performing together. And I think if uh, you know we uh, you know, we go, I think I think I'd, I'd be happy to come away with a draw. Oh, interesting. Okay, and you, Mest? I'm very confident actually because the way I look at how Man United have been playing, they're pretty much playing the same way that Mourinho was playing. Um, I mean, I'm talking about the big games, I guess. So, for example, against Spurs, they were just defending in their own half and trying to counterattack. Against PSG, they tried to do the same, but they couldn't. Um, so I'm I'm really confident because, let's be honest, we're a better team than them. And without Martial Lingard being 100% fit, we'll have a, re- a an even better chance of winning. If we're only worried about Pogba and Rashford, that doesn't really scare me that much. We can put one player on Pogba and annihilate him. Wow, I wish I was as confident as you and Karen. I'm, a, I'm in Darren's camp because I think they've changed. I think, I think uh, you know the the, the um, you know top level sport, the you know psychology and mentality are, are pretty much everything, and uh, they seem to have their winning mentality back. I mean, uh, under Solskjaer, and the, uh, they've uh, played thirteen, won eleven, drawn one, and lost only one. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've got a little bit of trepidation. I still think we're better than them, probably. Um, but uh, yeah, in the last six matches at Old Trafford, we've we've only won once. We've drawn twice and lost three times. And uh, I don't know. In our favour, 
Um, in 26 matches in the league, Liverpool have scored 59 goals and conceded only 15. Manchester United have scored less than us, 52, and conceded a heck of a lot more, 35 goals. Um, so, yeah, exactly. I mean, you can laugh, uh, as you should. I mean, that defence is awful, but they do... I don't know. For me, they're showing signs that they're they're improving defensively. Um, uh, but uh, I don't know. Liverpool uh, are the bookies' favourites. Um, for me, it was a bit surprising. Thirteen to ten. Man United to win is at two to one, and a draw is at five to two. So I guess the bookies are. You know, they they agree with you, Mazd and, and Karen. Um, uh, you know, so. Our team, see if you disagree with any of this. And if you disagree, then let me know uh, after I read the whole team out. So we've got Alison Becker in goal, obviously. Uh, Trent, Virgil, Matip and Robertson. And then Fabinho, Cater and Vijnaldum. And then our front three. That's the team I would pick. What about you guys, uh, Majd? I like that team. I have no problems with it. What I think uh, Klopp might pick, I think Milner might slot in for Keita or Fabinho. Otherwise, I like the team. No problems. I don't think Henderson will play again because he seems to struggle in playing two games in a row. But maybe he will. I don't know. I like the team you've put out. That's a very good team. Okay. Uh, Cameron, what do you think? Um... I agree with Mash. I think Klopp will probably rest one of those three midfield players and slot in Milner there. Um, his experience against these big teams um, will definitely help us. Um, Wijnaldum, uh, who has been one of our best player, midfield players this season, um, so I think he will rest Henderson, bring up Fabinho Kett and Milner in the midfield three, and the rest of the team looks uh, brilliant. I think that would be a best team. And the second best team would be the one you've mentioned. OK. All right. And Darren, what do you reckon? Yeah, I agree with the guys. I think uh, Keita will probably rest and uh, Milner will slot in there. I think he will put Milner up against Pogba. You know, uh, I think he's aggressive. I think, uh, you know, between them, you know, they'll have a good uh, a, a good, uh, a good game together. You know, I think Pavino uh, uh, go back into midfield and Matip... Uh, you know, will partner alongside Van Dijk. So I think, uh, you know, the usual front three, Milner, Fabino, Vinaldum in, uh, in in midfield and uh, Robertson, Van Dijk, Martin, and, uh, and, uh, and, and Trent, uh, you know, in defence. So, so I think, I mean, that, that, that kind of combination. No, yeah, OK. And Darren, what, I mean, would you, would you, because the key to PSG's victory, I think, uh, was um, Marquinhos man-marking Pogba, basically, uh, stopping him every time he attacked. Would you, you know, I mean, you mentioned it before, you would stick Milner on him, would you? Yeah, I think so. I think, he, I, I, you know, I think he, he's uh, he's seeing some of the games that we've, you know, we've played previously, that Milner can do that kind of job. You know, uh, if you remember when we played PSG, I think Neymar, I think uh, the first game, um, if I remember rightly, um, you know, Neymar didn't get any change out of Milner, you know, and, and I think Milner did that kind of job on, on him then, you know, and so I think that, uh, you know, having somebody like Milner on um, on Pogba, 
you know, and, and, and do that kind of job there. And with Fabino being able to uh, cover for Milner, you know, uh, in, in, in that role, you know, kind of just, you know, I guess, you know, just as, as Milner or Pogba kind of drops deep, you know, Milner might, you know, push on and close him down a bit. And then Fabino will be able to, you know, to, uh, to cover if, uh, if any of, uh, if Pogba's pace kind of, um, because you know, let's face it, Milner's not blessed with pace these days. But I think that, uh, you know, I, I think that's that's. I think Milner maybe do the job to frustrate Pogba, you know, and and if he does that, then, then some of his uh, passing might uh, not be as good as it uh, has been in recent games. Interesting plan. Would you do the same thing, Mast, or or something different? What what and what are the other key battles in this match apart from to to stop Pogba? I don't think there's any other key battle really because it's really just about Pogba and this team. Because if you think about, if you look at how Man United play, they don't actually have a, a defined playing style. Against the lesser teams, they kind of just push men forward and give the ball to Pogba and he'll create something. Against the bigger teams, they just sit back and try to counter. And the one thing I'm I'm really happy about is that they always give up chances. Against Leicester, they gave up loads of chances. Against Fulham, they gave up loads of chances. So I'm really confident because their defense is not that great. And the one thing we need to be worried about Pogba is we need to have him playmaking from deep. The thing that worries me about Pogba is his surging runs. Those are the the things that we need to worry about. We need to cut off the supply to him when he's in in, in our final third. If he gets the ball in their half, I'm okay with that. We can our front three can deal with that. It's just that someone needs to track him when he gets the entire half. Yeah, it seems reasonable to me. What do you think, Karen? I mean, is is stopping Pogba the key? Are there any other key battles, or how would you stop him? Um, I I think stopping Pogba would be um the only thing we have to do in that game um to nullify Man United's attack because he has the ability to pick players. And if he's given freedom um, and a lot of time on the ball, he can pick up players very quickly and get United on the on the attack. So if we try to nullify his movement and <clears throat> win the ball um, in their own half, then I think they'll just um, they'll just lose the game easily. Um, and the other thing would be um, my guess would be Rashford would start the game. So Virgil Van Dijk will definitely hold. Rashford at bay, and um, uh, probably if Ashley Young is playing, then um, it will be a good battle. Robertson versus Ashley Young, and um, just these three would be the key battles for me. And I think we'll definitely win those battles in the game. That's great. Yeah, you're making me feel good. Yeah, I forgot they still got Ashley Young. Yes, I mean he's a he's definitely shown signs of uh, I don't know being just a that half a percent off the pace in the past few games for me. So that's, uh, yes, very encouraging that we're up against him indeed. Um, Some people are saying, uh, Majd, some people are saying that if we can win this game, we will go on and win the league. I think that's nonsense. I think that's absolute horse caca because for me it's only three points if we win we've got 11 games left if we draw we've got 11 games left and if we lose we've got 11 games left and i don't know 
we'll probably, you know, we're, we're effectively level on points and behind on goal difference. Um, so I think it's it's actually not that important a match in the context of the season. I mean, am, am I wrong? I don't think you're wrong. I think it's just uh, people love to over-exaggerate things and this is the biggest game of the season. Yes, historically, because it's a massive rivalry, but in terms of its effect on the league and the title race. It's just one game. It's only three points. And I think what people are trying to say is that mentally, if we win this game, it will be a massive psychological boost to us. Even if we draw the game, I think it will be a good psychological boost. As long as we don't lose, I think I think we're in a really good shape. If we don't lose, we're top of the league again. So I think people just like to over-exaggerate a little bit. There's still a lot of games to go, a lot of tough games. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, and yeah, I mean, you know, even if we did lose, we'd only, you know, we'd be, we'd be, you know, behind on on goal difference, Darren. That's that's okay to lose this match. I mean, obviously, drawing or winning is better, but it's it's not that big a deal. This match, really, is it? Uh, well, I don't, I don't. Th- I mean, either way, I don't think we, if we win or lose, I don't think it it will it will settle the season. I think. Uh, you know, there's plenty of points to play for yet. I think, uh, you know, if we win, if we win, you know, we've got another three points under our belt and um, one less game. So I think, uh, you know, we're moving, we're continuing to move in the right direction. It, it also, I think it also uh, it creates that psychological uh, uh, advantage, you know, that we have gone to, uh, you know, City's uh, neighbours uh, and beat them, you know, in their own backyard. And, um, you know, we've, we've stopped the so-called rot, you know, uh, in terms of our, our draws. I mean, I know, obviously, we, we uh, beat Bournemouth, but um, I think this is our next big test. I think that's the, uh, the, the key thing for me isn't, isn't, necessarily, uh, isn't necessarily whether we win or lose. I think, you know, I think for me, it's about psychologically what it does to us. So, you know, we win. You know, it gives us that boost, and we push on. I think losing, we can't we can't afford to lose it. You know, I I, I would I would I would argue there we we can't afford to lose the game. You know, we need all the points we can get. So I think uh, for me, you know, winning isn't the be all and end all, but but, but losing would would be a very difficult uh, result. Ah, oh yeah, okay. So that's yeah, that's a very good counter argument, really. Uh, where do you stand on it, Karen? On on one side, it's only three points, uh, and we'll be in a good position anyway if we lose. And on the other side, like Darren said, it could have a massive impact psychologically. Uh, where do you stand on it, Karen? I'd like to highlight a few points regarding this thing. Um, where in the first half of the season, where we had 100% winning record. The same people were talking about um, title race. Um, it's just the beginning of the season. Why would you talk about the title race? Um, the same thing um, goes here. It's 11 games to go. We play Man United, a big game. Um, we definitely will win this game, and it will be a big psychological boost for us. Um, but then we just we should just look at it as a big game, three points, next game, three points, next game, three points, and so on and so forth. Um, if you win this game, people will talk about we're winning this league. But say, for example, if we lose this game, they will say that we're not winning the league. So it's just people will just say whatever they want to say. But for us, it's just game after game. We take one game at a time, 
give it a best and we win the game. That's what we have to do um, for the rest of the season. And we just have two competitions here to play for, Champions League and Premier League, and we have equal chances to win both of them. So all in or nothing. Okay, so that sort of contradicts what you're saying there, Darren, because it's like, you know, even if we lose, it's only three points and we can bounce back. But you think that, you know, potentially losing this match would have a, a more devastating psychological effect. You don't think we could bounce back from it as if, you know, like we did the last time we lost a, 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 a match? I think I think because of the stage right of the season, I mean, I agree with what the guys are saying. I mean, you know, it, it's just, you know, it's just another game. And I, and I think that in the same way as we win the match, people saying, oh, that's it, we've won the league. You know, I just... You know, they said that when when City, you know, got beat against um, against Newcastle, that you know that was it. You know, Liverpool had won the league, but you know, it, it's there's just too many points to play for. But I think that from a momentum perspective, I think that you know we've, you know, we 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 lose this game, we drop three points. I think that the pressure will be on. I mean, you know, Klopp has already, you know, some of the pressure on Klopp, uh, you know, has already. I wouldn't say, you know, it's not. I've seen contradictory. Uh, uh, Arguments, you know that that we're, you know that we're not under pressure, but I do I do think that you know that as the the closer we get to the end, dropping three points, I think will be it's it's not going to mean we lose the league by all means, you know it's not going to be that devastating, but I think that you know if if we if we do drop three points, then you know it, it just adds an unnecessary amount of pressure onto the lads and an unnecessary amount of pressure. Onto the onto the supporters, and it just creates that tension. I mean, we've we've already seen it at Anfield. You know, whether you've been there or you've seen it on the telly. You know, the the you know when we were drawing games and we dropped some points. You know, uh, albeit not many. Um, you know, the the tension that it creates in the ground has a knock on effect. And so I just think that you know you just need to avoid losing at all costs. Interesting. Does anyone have anything to add? To- to that i have one thing to say i think we'll be fine even if we lose people forget that city lost four games this season they will lose more games especially because they're in more competitions they're gonna get tired they will definitely lose more games and we might lose more games as well so nothing is decided until the last three games of the season let's wait till then well, okay, Maz. I mean, how? I mean, as it stands, Man City can get a maximum of ninety-eight points, and we can get a maximum of a hundred and one points this season. How many do you reckon we will need to to win the league, Maz? Ninety-five. Ninety-five. So we can afford to drop, well, to lose twice, for example, or draw three games. Okay, and how confident are you? Staying with you, Mez. How how confident are you that we can actually do this? I mean, I'm I'm, I'm going to give you, you know, give me a percentage that we can win the league, not not just this match, but. Uh... I'm eighty percent confident. Eighty. Yes. I believe in the boys. But that's marvelous. Are are you as confident, Karen? We can do this. Um, in terms of points we need this season to win the league, I think anything above 90 will get us through because City are likely to lose a couple of games this season and probably so are we. Um, so we will be dropping a couple of points here and there. 
Um, but I think 94 and above should be enough to win us the league. Um, and in terms of confidence percentage um, to win, I think I'm about 85 to 90% uh, confident that we'll win the league. Wow. God, you guys are, are, are proper optimists. This is fantastic. Um, Darren, how, how do you feel? First of all, I'm 100% certain that we can win the league. Brilliant. Absolutely. We are, I mean, we can win this league, you know, absolutely. And in terms of points, one point more than City. That's all we need to worry about. It doesn't matter. I think, I think that, you know, the, the, the challenge there is, is that, you know, the City have got a better goal difference. And and you know my worry is we go into the last few games and we end up we end up on the same points and City win it on goal difference, you know that's that's that would be a, a nightmare scenario for me. So I just think you know we just need to keep plugging away, you know, and I really don't know how many points we'll win it, but you know we just need to be one point better than City. Okay, but but you said you're a hundred percent sure that we can win it, but that's not the, that's not the question because I'm a hundred percent sure that we can win it, but how sure are you that we will win it? Ninety percent certain that we will win it. And the hesitation there is 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 just kind of thinking again, thinking about uh, you know the challenges that we've had, you know, with our uh, with our defence, and I think that you know the fact that Fabino has been able to slot in. And and sure up, you know the fact that we got a, a clean sheet last night, you know, with a, a makeshift uh, an arrangement. You know, I think that that's been the that's been the the the, the not, well, that's been our success. You know, that's where we have been, you know, so successful up to this point. You know, not conceding. You know, and I think that you know if we were able to have a settled back four uh, in the running, um, I think you know we will um, we will win the league. Wow, that's brilliant. Wow. Okay, what about what about the double mazd? Can we win the the Premier League and the Champions League? Absolutely, we can. Hopefully, we get Roma again next round. <laughs> <laughs> I want I really want to get an easy team next round. So, who knows? I think we can win the double. That <laughs> I'm I'm less confident about that, but I really think we can do it. Especially, it depends on the draw. We can get a an easy draw. Oh, who knows? Well, okay. I mean, we already thinking through to the next round. You're so confident of victory over Bayern. I think we can do it as well. But, uh, you know, the idea of winning the double is sort of, you know, it's far from my mind in terms of realistic, um, you know, possibility. But yes, I mean, we. I mean, of course, we could. We could. Well, we're more or less at the end then. Karen, you're just a score prediction from you then. Thank you so much. Your first ever cop on. Thank you brilliantly for joining us and being so such an excellent guest. You think 3-0. Is that right, Karen? 3-0, yeah. Who's going to score? Um, I think a front three will be on the score sheet. Although I'd love for Hill Van Dijk to be on the score sheet. Wonderful. Yeah, that's a really good... That's a, I love it. I mean, you're, you're dreaming big there. And uh, where are you going to watch it, Karen? You're going to just be at home? Um, yeah, I'll just be at home. I watch all the games with my dad um, and I'll be watching the game um, with him on Sunday night. Fantastic. Uh, what about you, Darren? Where where will you be uh, on Sunday? And uh, and uh, what you think it's going to be a draw, like a score draw? Yeah, I think it'll be one-one. I think it will be one-one. I think uh, I think we will score first. Um, 
in terms of who will score, I think uh, I think we might get a Firmino goal um, to this uh, this weekend, and um, I think it'll be it'll finish one one. I'd be happy with that. And uh, mm. in terms of where I'm going to watch it, uh, I it is likely I will be watching it at home. Um, however, there is a small chance that I might get tickets for the game, so I may I may I may be at Old Trafford. Which uh, wow. which will be which will be good, but it's not always enjoyable because uh, yeah, you can't um, you can't uh, uh, the tickets that I might have might be in the uh, in the United end, and so you have to sit on your hands and um, and just and just watch passively, um, otherwise you're ejected. Yeah. <laughs> Really? They they throw you out. They throw you out if you if you've got a Sadio Mane t-shirt. Yes, they do. They do. So uh, so in wow. the past I've taken in the past I've taken uh, three boys. So my son and his two friends who were Liverpool fans, and uh, the four of us have sat there in the United uh, end, and uh, and we've watched uh, we've watched Liverpool win. And um, we've had to sit on our hands, and uh, they've been under strict instructions not to uh, not to go mental because um, yeah, the stewards uh, the stewards will eject you. So that's uh, wow. So that's, uh, yeah, so that's um, that's yeah, that's going to be interesting. Uh, that see. seems harsh to me. It is, it is, but unfortunately, that's just the way it is. It's a very hostile environment uh, when Liverpool United play, and. Um, uh, but um, yeah, so, so 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 there's no trouble. They will they will just eject you. So mm. that's my experience anyway. Well, yeah, that is a shame. You know, you you know, you would think they'd they'd want more unity. That's one thing we like on Cop on Podcast, promoting unity. Football fans everywhere. There you go. That's my. Wouldn't, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice? It would be lovely. We can dream. We can dream of three nil victories. We can dream of people just being nice to each other for a change. Majd, um, what are you dreaming of for the weekend? What kind of victory are you imagining, and where are you going to watch the match? I'm going to watch the match at home as well in the morning, 11 a.m. my time. So, eating my breakfast and watching this beautiful game, and I think we're going to win. 2-1. Fantastic. Who's going to score? I think Mo and Sadio will score to make up for their missed chances again. Lovely. Lovely. Well, you know what? Between you uh, and the bookies, um, I didn't know what I would expect coming into this podcast. But now at the end of it, you've convinced me that, yeah, we're going to stop Pogba. We're going to stop Rashford. Virgil's coming back. The Rocket Reds will be ready for launch and they will fly off at light speed to send us to another dimension of joy. So I think, yeah, 3-0, 4-0, Bring them on, is what I say. Bring them on. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys, for uh, for uh, for joining me today. It's been absolute pleasure to welcome you, Karen, and you, Maj, uh, to for, to your first ever cop on, and to have Darren back to talk to us. Absolutely, thank you all so so much. Thank you, thank you, pleasure. And thus, as the wind gently puffs our junk safely back into the harbour just before we drop anchor i want to thank you once again for listening to cop on yes i know you are a liverpool fan and your heart may be pounding like a drunkard that's been locked out of the house but 
May your soul stay as positively charged as the stars in the heavens themselves. Liverpool could actually do this, you know. We can actually get there. We can get there. We actually, you think about it, we can, we could. Hold on to it. The dream is alive. The dream is burning.